Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So I've got a friend who runs a small holding in Wales, and we were up there one time, and he'd been chopping up wood, basically laying in wood for the winter. Well, at least I say for the winter, for the winter, uh, a year or two, in a year or two's time. And he was telling me that the rule of thumb for wood is that you need more, you need about an acre. You need an acre of woodland to create enough wood to keep you going through the winter. Now, of course, that's a sustainable acre. In other words, an acre of trees, more or less, rule of thumb, builds enough new growth each year that you can take it once a year and the trees don't diminish. They, they may not markedly increase, but they don't diminish. And what you have is a sustainable crop that can keep you warm. And, um, you know, an acre, well, I guess for the UK, an acre is a pretty decent garden. I mean, certainly in our little cottage garden, we don't have anything like that. But we do have one or two trees. And one of them in particular is a grand old apple tree that, um, I don't know how old it is, but it's, it's big, really tall, um, usually does a tremendous amount of fruit. And last year, as apple trees sometimes do, it had a rest and there was almost no apples last year. And this year it's gone to the completely the other extreme. Absolutely. The, the, the boughs are sort of touching the ground. There's so many apples and they're so big. And actually what's happened is I've been sailing towards this weekend thinking that I would be, I had a free weekend effectively for the first time in a while. And then we woke up Friday morning. And one of the big, big, I don't know what you call them. They're not branches exactly, but where the trunk splits into two or three really big sort of mini trunks, big mini trunks. Yeah. Well done, Nick. Um, you, you know what I mean? It's still big, the big parts of the tree and they're not branches. They're more like, yeah, anyway, small, <laughs> smaller trunks. But one of them had snapped effectively and the whole, almost a third of the tree had come down um, very quietly. It was not windy, just, I think, the weight of the fruit. It had actually managed to put so much fruit on that um, the old branches couldn't, couldn't keep it up. And maybe it's to do with the, partly to do with the fact that we had an incredibly dry um, few months here over the summer. It, it is raining again now, more like normal, but, um, you know, a lot of the trees did sort of suffer a bit. Anyway, why am I telling you this? Because we don't have an acre of trees in our place we don't have anything like an acre of garden but what we have been self-sufficient in for the past few years is kindling twigs and right now we're about to start burning twigs that we harvested and branches that we harvested off our off our various trees and what have you a couple of years ago and that's a really good a really good thing and it's really it's a kind of a lean principle right in some ways um and we've been doing today, not surprisingly, what we've been doing, because this, this massive trunk, mini trunk, we'll keep using that, this mini trunk came down. Obviously, there's, there's tons of apples all over the garden, but also the trunk came down and with a load, a load, a massive load of branches on it through the hedge and out into the little track at the side of the cottage. So what we've been doing today is starting the process of clearing that and using the, you know, the electric saw and starting to bag up all of these, uh, all of this kindling that we'll use in 2024, 25, probably. 
And one of the reason I'm telling you all this, and I'm going on a bit, but one of the things that's, that's, that's interesting to me, I've talked before about how, you know, I, when I'm out in nature, I'm often thinking about business. And you know, there was this process we were going through today. And the process was kind of, you know, one way or another, we needed to hack these branches off of this main mini, mini trunk. And then we needed to get all the apples off of those branches because the other thing that's happening is we've got neighbors coming around, they're using the apples to make apple pies or chutney or whatever. So we're saving all the good apples because um, there's loads, loads of great fruit on this tree, as I said. And, but there, so there was this process, sorry, hack the branches off, get the apples, then turn the branches into smaller sets, then bag them all up and then store them for 24, 25. And uh, there's, it's, it's such a big temptation, such a big temptation to do those in a serial way. So we, first we hack off all the branches, then we get all the fruit, then we turn, you know, all of those branches into smaller things. Then we bag them all up and then we store it. And it's kind of the way that the, the brain kind of works. It wants you to, when you've got the saw in your hand, it wants you to keep sawing. This is how I feel anyway. And maybe it's just because there's something quite fun about just sawing wood, <laughs> sawing wood with an electric saw. Anyway, one of the things that I've learned over time by making the mistake time and time again is it's too easy to just do all the first thing. And in this case, as I say, actually doing all the first part, sawing all these branches off this mini trunk and trying to get all of the wood down onto the ground and away from the hedge was actually quite a fun bit. And I could easily have gone and done all of that. But what I'd have ended up with is a massive and overwhelming kind of huge pile of branches and fruit and leaves and stuff. And actually I stopped <laughs> I stop myself because I've done that before, because what happens is you end up with a log jam. And this is a kind of a lean principle, you know, in lean, the whole point of lean is that we're only making what we need and we're finishing a job before we start the next one. So we're not making a hundred bits of part A and hanging around until we've got a hundred bits of part B. We're making part A, then next we're doing a part B, then we're doing a part C. And then even if we've only done that, we've got a finished piece of work. And what we were doing today with this tree is just taking maybe 20, 20% of the branches off and then getting the fruit and then bagging them up and then storing them. And the reason is because it, it became pretty obvious there was so much wood there, so much content, if you like, that if we'd have done the whole thing in one go, we would never have finished. And right now, there's still plenty of wood that is still attached to its mini trunk. But the garden is tidy because we've gone through today and we've got rid of maybe, maybe half, maybe two thirds of, of the stuff we need to do, but we were never going to finish. And it would be easy to leave the whole thing in a mess, leave it all kind of half done in the middle of the whole process, kind of like when you clear out a room and it just gets way, way messier before it gets tidier, you know, that feeling. But we didn't do that. And the reason is because I wanted by the end of the day to have a status quo because things happen, right? You know, I woke up Friday morning looking forward to a free weekend and looked out the window and realized the weekend was going to be anything other than free by the same token, who knows what I'll see when I wake up tomorrow morning. 
uh, which will be Sunday. <laughs> so, you know, maybe something will happen, which means that I won't be able to get out into the garden. It's England, so maybe it will rain or snow or whatever, I don't know. But the point is that we've reached a place, even though the job is not finished, it's in a stable state. And if it doesn't get finished, we still have, we've still extracted 75% of the value or, or whatever. We've got all this self-sufficiency in twigs, I call it, self-sufficiency in kindling. We've got all of this stuff backed up and safe. If nothing else happens, if tomorrow I break my leg and I can't do it, you know, the garden is tidy. Uh, there's still work to do, but it's it's controlled. It's siloed and nothing that we've left behind is is going to cause us a problem if for whatever reason tomorrow doesn't work out. And I just think, I mean, I'm babbling on about this really, but I think it's so often in business, we go too far into something. We keep going to, into the first stage when really it would be so much better to bite off a smaller piece and take it right the way through to the end, right the way through to, their, to where there's value. So I'll give you an example. This week, this is a sprint podcast, really. This week, my sprint was to finish my three ads for Facebook finally and get them live. Well, I finished writing them all, but I didn't get them live yesterday because I had some feedback, which is really useful. And I'm going to, you know, as usual, you know, we keep spiraling around the plug hole till we hit the target, right? And, um, but what I could have done, perhaps what I should have done is focused on finishing one and getting feedback on one and then acting on the feedback and then getting it live. Because then if I'd have done that right now, I'd have something out there in Facebook, gathering data, gathering intelligence and, and helping me learn something. Whereas right now I don't, what I have is all this work and this time invested in Facebook ads, in writing Facebook ads, none of which right now today, and I'm recording this on Saturday evening, are doing anything for me. And that's the difference, right? And I keep, you know, this is one of those lessons that I keep failing. <laughs> I keep getting taught and um, failing to, 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 to follow it through logically when I'm thinking about doing other things. But I should have treated the Facebook ads exactly the same way as I treated this managing this wood uh, today. Anyway, I didn't. So there you are. And maybe this podcast will be the one that finally, finally sticks this idea in my brain. Anyway, thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. And if you want to dig deeper into the stuff I do, search online for story.business and mini trunks, probably because that's probably a whole website out there. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye now.